This week, we visit the Florida Air Museum in Lakeland and discuss a wide variety of water-themed news. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun. Whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports and rankings to help you get the most of your time in Florida, whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com. Our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast. And you can email us at contact at sunshinestatepodcast.com. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another fun-filled episode. Yay! So we have had a lot of fun-filled stuff this past weekend, the two of us. Yeah, we did. We've been kind of... We've been kid-free. Kid-free for a couple of days, which is weird. <laughs> if you've got very odd. If you've got kids and they go away to grandma's house for more than a couple of days, you start to... The first day is like, this is weird. And then the second day, you're like, what are we going to do with ourselves? And, <laughs> yeah. But we've been taking kind of advantage and doing some stuff on our own. That we know the kids maybe wouldn't like, or we don't know if, for sure if they yeah. would like it. Or like yesterday, we just did like a grown-up beach day. We went out to Madeira Beach. Yeah, it was great. Without the kids. Our kids like the beach. They really do. It's funny. They're, they're like, they like the beach like every kid likes the beach. Yeah. But they also don't like the beach for the same reason adults <laughs> don't like beaches. Right. They like to go and have fun, but then when it comes time for cleanup and go home, they're like, oh, there's sand all over everything, and there's going to be sand in the car, and there's sand in my feet, and sand in my right. butt, and sand <laughs> towels right. i gotta deal with this and right. so and they're got an hour hour drive home yep. and yeah so same reason we don't really like it that yeah. part well we go but i think the whole key like yesterday we we were traveling really light we didn't, oh, yeah. we didn't have to carry all the kids stuff with no. there was no sandcastle nice. stuff had two chairs yeah a couple of towels and we didn't even care. We didn't even carry the big pop-up tent that no. we sometimes bring. Uh-uh. So it was like it felt really easy. Like if yeah, every was. beach trip could be like that, then I would go a lot more. Right. Yeah. It was nice. So it was really nice. We went to Madeira Beach and we saw um, a bunch of sea turtle nests actually really close yeah. to us. Yeah. Yeah. We did. Which is weird. I don't know how they figure out that there's a sea turtle nest there unless well, they think... watched them actually lay the eggs. How do they know? It could be that, or it could be like it was like a flat. It looked just like any other piece of sand when we were there, but I think right after they dig the holes, it's disturbed and it looks like a sea turtle had been digging oh, and covering. That's there. a good point. So you somebody know? who who like lives in the area or is a frequent beach goer might see it and call somebody and say, "Hey, there's a." Because well, they rope they rope them off. If you I don't, don't know, we don't just know what they look like. They rope them off and they put a little sign there. I don't know about Madeira Beach because it's significantly further, but I know like around the Clearwater area, Clearwater Marine Aquarium has like a whole turtle patrol. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so maybe there's a turtle patrol on all the beaches. Maybe some volunteers that go out there and they yeah. know what to look for. And if they see somebody, they call it or they see a little turtle mound, they call it, call it in and someone comes out and ropes off the area. Cause Which I totally want that to be like my title, like turtle, tr- turtle, turtle patrol, you know, <laughs> I'm sure it's a volunteer gig. You can call them right now and they put you on the turtle Patrol. That'd be cool. That'd be that cool. would be fun. I'd get a t-shirt, Turtle maybe, Patrol. Maybe you get like a, a badge and you'd be like, back off and you yeah, flash you, your badge. Do you get like authority to like bust people who are messing <laughs> yeah, with the turtle? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That'd be awesome. Or like, you, I think you mentioned this on our <laughs> recent episode. You said something about, and this is actually really interesting, that 
people build sandcastles like in front of the turtle nest and yes. when the turtles leave get up and move they get stuck like the in, babies in, yeah in the in the moats that people build or along yeah. the walls and so people need to know not to do that right they like hit yeah it's it's basically just a uh, an obstruction for them so it's either you know some kind of obstacle that they can't you know get through like if it's a hole like you said like a moat for your sandcastle they get stuck down there because they're little guys yeah. or the sandcastle itself is a huge obstruction for them and they have to go all the way around and that going around process gives the birds many more time to get to them you know yeah. maybe your turtle patrol badge you get to like yeah ticket people who are building sandcastles too close to the <laughs> I don't know. to the thing or i don't know but you, yeah, that would be fun you get to stand out there shooing away the birds yeah. out there where they're coming out that'd be fun <laughs> So, but yeah, it was fun. And then afterward, we went to John's Pass. We went to John's Pass, which is a, like a very tourist trappy area. Okay, tourist trap or not, or not tourist trap? John's Pass. Mm-hmm. It's t-shirt shops and sunglass shops. They're all. It's, it's a cool. It's a cool it's little a tourist, spot. It's definitely touristy. Yeah. But again, I feel. I like, like it though. I, I do like, like it. A tourist trap is a place where you go and you get there, and it's not. It doesn't deliver on what it what it said it was going to deliver. And John's Pass is a shopping destination. So if you're looking for a shopping destination, it does deliver. Although they did have an alligator attraction there, which we didn't go into. Yes. But it was called alligator attraction. It was almost like somebody <laughs> just, well, well, it was weird. Okay. We <laughs> both said, well, cause we knew what we were yeah, about to say. Cause on the picture, it had a girl with an alligator, like a little baby alligator and she was going to kiss it. And it said you could kiss the alligator. Yeah, That was one of the things they sell there. So kissing a gator. we're thinking that it was like a double entendre kind of thing. Like, alligator attraction like attraction like kissing or attraction like visiting an attraction because at first i saw the name alligator attraction at john's pass i'm like that is the laziest name ever why don't we just call it but that i bet i bet that's a tourist trap right there you know i mean but you don't go there for that you go there for the shops and i i mean i thought there was a lot of shops that were just all kind of the same shop but like there was this one shop that I talked to you about afterward called the Bronze Lady, which I was like, this is the coolest shop. Like it was like so it had like all kinds of like beachy, surfy kind of stuff, but it was all like like next level, like kind of elegant. It was you know? nice. It was like it was a really nice beach nice, store, right? Yeah, it was really nice stuff, stuff that you would want to wear on a regular basis, um, and and look nice, you know. And I put I found some cool sunglasses there that I put on my. My want list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. were made of bamboo. Yeah, and these they bamboo floated. sunglasses. They were really cool. They were really yeah. nice. They look cool on me too. So I didn't buy them yet because they're ninety nine bucks, which isn't. I mean, that's that's kind of a lot. Yeah, for, I mean, for for those. I mean, I can see if it's like a really nice pair of sunglasses, and maybe those were, but but bamboo is you know like uh, like they, it, it grows, grows like, like a weed. Yeah, yeah it grows it's the gr- <laughs> fastest growing plant. Yeah, right. So it's not like it's in high, it's in high demand or anything like. But that's that, what I know? like about it because it's like super sustainable. Like bamboo grows like crazy. No, it is. It's so great. you just make. Sunglasses out of it, make floors out of it, make whatever. But so why I think does that's it need cool. to be so expensive if there if it's there's an abundance of it? Yeah, that's a good point. They were super light. <laughs> maybe they are good shades. Maybe they're maybe. or maybe they're just selling the name. I don't know. Yeah, probably. But John's Pass, it's right there. It's in Pinellas County on the Gulf Coast. It's like a boardwalk of just tourist shops and then there's a lot there's some restaurants and bars in there. And then yeah. it's really big for like it's a place you go if you want to go rent jet skis, go on a fishing yeah. trip, like a party boat. Lots of ice cream shops. Yeah. Um, we went to an ice cream shop, and um, today, actually Sunday, is National Ice Cream Day. Did you know that? I had no idea. Yeah. It was National so, French Friday the other day. I only know that because it was all over Twitter. 
Well, so I, I, I was like, we had ice cream yesterday in celebration of today. All so, right. um, But they had the sea salt caramel that w- had like chocolate chunks in it. was amazing. Totally recommend it. And then we're like on the boardwalk <laughs> and you're, you're like, Andy's getting some like footage, you know, video footage for a video that he's going to do. And I'm sitting there watching these jet, sea, jet ski guys making like, they're basically clear, they're accepting jet skis that are coming back for the day you know, um, raising them up from to the dock and rinsing them off and scrubbing them down. And, you know, they're, they're like total surfer dudes, like, you know, long blonde hair, just wearing their bathing suit bottoms. And and I'm sitting there thinking, what a life, you know? Like, she, I like, I totally... She was checking I, out the jet ski guys. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what, what I got saying. But, um, but it, was, it was just, I was watching and I was like, gosh, you know, these guys are just like hanging out by the water. You know, not that I necessarily want to do that for a living, raise jet skis up. You envy their freedom to yeah, just be they, those dudes who sit there and work at the jet ski place. Yeah, yeah, it was, and it was like, kind of like... There's like a romantic, like, I, freedom to that. Just work, work at the jet ski place. I clean and maintain jet skis all day, and I send people like, off on their trip. You, know, you don't and have then, a stressful meeting to go to or anything like that. You know, it's yep. just like I just have to clean off my jet skis, you know, and and put them up. And, There's something to be said for that, right? Yeah, yeah. It was so I sat there watching those guys for a while, just kind of like, like I don't know, just it was kind of. There was kind of like a rhythm to it, you know, they all, and they all worked together so like seamlessly. They all had their, their things that they did and they all worked together really well. And it, it was just like, I, I mean, I know this is stupid to talk about for any no, period it's of cool. time, but I, I, I think... was like, I was just like, so like, I sat the hell did I stand there? I still stood there. You were there for like 20, 30 minutes. And it's, <laughs> I stood John, there a while. Well, John's past one of those places where it's full of tourists. It really is. And we, when you go there, you get the idea that the this is one of those places where people come from Ohio, from Michigan, from yeah, Illinois, from absolutely from New York, and then th- they decide, okay, I'm going to move to Florida because they think <laughs> yeah, this is this how is it is how all it is. the time, yeah. right? Right? Yeah, I'm going to be one of those jet ski guys. <laughs> there's a restaurant there called uh, Scully's, and I popped my head in there for a minute, yeah. and there's this big open area of people eating, and they're all tourists, oh, yeah. and then mm-hmm. there's like TVs playing like just baseball games and then above that there's a band playing like Jimmy Buffett songs yep. and stuff and so you see that and it's like this such a it's a very stereotypical Florida tourist scene but, but you, at the same time yeah. though, it's like vacation mode man. It, for it's those like, people yeah, yeah we live like, here and they're having the best time but I mean I was having a great time too yeah. and I do live here so I, I, I don't know I mean that's you know we, we've said it before but that's one of the great things about living in Florida is yep. that you can go you know drive 45 minutes or so and, and be in vacation mode you yep. know yeah yep. you gotta go back to real life afterward but yeah. it's not all it's like that cool. if you're gonna move to florida it's fun i love living here i'm really glad i moved here but oh yeah it's not all hang out at the beach bar and drink well obviously drink unless mar- margaritas work, and listen to jimmy buffett cover band woody's wave runners yes. or whatever it was or water sports then they are on permanent vacation <laughs> yeah, exactly. yes 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 yeah yeah so totally. it was fun though it was a good it was a good day it was a fun day we and then and then uh today we'll talk about this in the second half of the show because yeah. we're gonna do a review we visited the Florida Air Museum out in Lakeland. Fun and Sun. No, uh, yeah, Fun and Sun um, is what it's Air Museum. Yeah, that's know. like a big festival that they do every year. But it was April. called that too because all the signs said Fun and Sun, and then it said Florida Air Museum. Fun and Sun, and Florida Air Museum. Yeah, yeah. The Lakeland, I kind of the Lakeland Airport. I kind of felt like they didn't really know what their name was because I felt like they had like lots of different names everywhere. Yeah. Like there was aerospace, you know, um, pavilion, and then there was this big sign that said, you know. Florida Air Museum, and then there's another sign that said Fun and Fun Sun. And Sun. And I think, so. uh, I don't know for sure, but Fun <laughs> and Sun, I think, is the name of this big air festival that they do in April. Okay. I just looked it up. That looks actually like a lot of fun. All these airplanes flying from all around the world, and there's 
they set up this huge festival grounds full of RVs and people are camping and hanging out out there and you can pay for the day or you can pay for the week. Right. It's just a big airplane party that lasts for like a week for people who are like really into that, like aviation enthusiasts. And it almost looks like we, we saw the campground a little bit today that was mostly empty. There was a few a few yeah, there campers was a few set RVs up. And, yeah. But the event takes place in April, which is like the much nicer time of year to be here. And I got the impression from seeing the campground and seeing some of the pictures that it looks like the Daytona 500 infield for okay. people who are in airplanes. So okay. it looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get back to that a little bit. I do have okay. some news to talk about this week as we like okay. to talk about. So from I got one out of the Panhandle, one in South Florida, and one right in the Central Florida. Okay. Two cool stories and one bomber. Which one do you want to hear first? Start with the bad news. The bad news? All right. So this one doesn't affect us too much. I don't know if if how many people will be affected by this because this is Discovery Cove in SeaWorld. Okay. You know what Discovery Cove is? Of it's course. This, yeah, it's this almost like this day resort kind of place you pay yeah, one fee and they def- have it's like all you can eat it's but it, you can go swim with the dolphins and and you can snorkel with stingrays and snorkel with right. fish and it was like a private beach and it's and all it's supposed to be really really nice really beautiful very pretty expensive pretty though. yeah pretty yeah. pricey but but you know one of those situations where it's pricey but you go and you pay for this you know this one price and everything's included it's all kind of well not everything well there are a lot of tiers are, to it yeah which there is are like get upgrades to. right but, um but it's still like it's it you know you're kind of treated like a king yeah. for a day. The price it starts at 149 bucks, and for that you get all you can eat food and drink, and I guess that includes beer and some some soft drinks and stuff. And then you get access to all the little beaches, and there's a aviary in there for like extra fees for 199 bucks. You get the dolphin encounter, and if you want to pay 400 dollars, this is per person. Wow. There's like a dolphin trainer for a day package. And then there's all these where you could like hang out. Like you're going to be the dolphin trainer? I guess you hang out with the dolphin trainer all day. Like oh, it's your entire cool. day. And then you get all the other benefits, but then you get to like play with it. Not just hang out with the dolphin for, for a few minutes, but you get, you get to, to take him home. Because I would want to take him home you for, keep him in your bathtub. for $400. They, they show you how to care for him. <laughs> yeah. How to keep the pH levels in his bathtub going Right, up. right. But then there's all these other upgrades where if you want to spend another 50 bucks, you can do a stingray encounter. Yeah, which, and so they have like massages yeah. that they just came out with. Even and, just like the day beds, are, that's like 80 bucks to rent one of those. Yeah, so yeah. this place can be really expensive, and that's right. what this is about. So I guess up till now, when you bought a ticket to Discovery Cove, it also included a day at SeaWorld or, and a, oh, or a day cool. at Aquatica. So they gave you a ticket to go to Aquatica, yeah. and it didn't even have to be the same day. I think it was for 14 days out. So if you oh. say we're in, in town and you... That kind of makes it more... Right. <laughs> more, you know... Um, more... It's reasonable, reasonable. You, know, you can yeah. kind of justify it. We're gonna yeah. spend all this money, but we get a free day at SeaWorld or right. Aquatica for And that would have been a hundred bucks. Yep. And they got rid of that. Oh. So well, that really cool benefit. <laughs> yeah, they decided this they quietly did it. I guess from a couple of articles I was reading in they said that they didn't even really announce this. They just kind of snuck this onto their website that now when you go and, and book your day at Discovery Cove, they offer you a second day for twenty dollars at Aquatica or SeaWorld. So for, it's twenty bucks now. It oh, used, that's not still not that bad. Right. It's only twenty as opposed to whatever the full price is, hundred bucks. So it's deeply discounted, but it's that's such it's such an expensive place to go already. Yeah. It seems like such a cool park to get you to go and I wonder if you complained though. I wonder if you could still get yeah, it for free. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but I was just there last year. And SeaWorld is not like really doing that great. I I know they they've been in the news a lot for a lot of reasons. We've talked about that here. Yeah. 
They're struggling a lot. Their attendance is down. And well, that's probably why then. They, they need every $20 they can get. Yeah, but if, okay, but I don't know. Would you go now? Would you spend the extra 20 bucks? If you if they gave you the ticket for free, you're in there. You're probably going to maybe buy some concessions. You're going to buy some drinks. Yeah. You're gonna buy some, now and you're not there And at it all. doesn't really cost them anything to have two more people right. or whatever in the park because the park's running anyway. And Discovery Cove is not a huge place. They only allow so many people there every day. It's not like thousands and thousands of free people are coming in. No, I mean, that's a good point. And they know you've got money. If you're spending money at Discovery Cove, they know they're sending a high roller into SeaWorld for free. Right. I don't know. Right. I think that's kind of a... It, it, it could be short-sighted. Not a, great, not a great call. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They might have reasons for it. Well, what are your good news? So this is actually very, very cool. Uh, up in the Panhandle, this is up at um, Grayton Beach State Park in South Walton. I've that, heard of that. You've heard of that? That's mm-hmm. kind of right between Destin. It's right kind of smack dab in the middle of the Panhandle. This is between Destin and Panama City. They have just opened what is called the world's first underwater art museum. Okay. So these uh, these folks they they got some donations and some grants and and uh, visit Florida I think kicked in a little bit of money in the city like like visit visit Walton Beach I think okay to, kind of a, a partnership between a whole bunch of people and they took uh, to start it out and I guess this is going to be a growing thing they reserved one acre of space it's about points it's, it's a little bit more than a half a mile offshore so it's about they said 0.7 miles offshore okay. at Grayton Beach State Park. Do you like and, scuba dive to yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's sixty feet down. So you have to know how to scuba you dive. You have to know how to scuba dive. It's fifty to sixty uh, feet deep, and it's about a one-acre area of undersea area. And they sunk seven statues and um, sculptures down there, like these art huh. sculptures down there that you can go ahead and look at. That's kind of cool. And it's meant to be start out as a statue, but then eventually sort of become an artifi- artificial reef, reef. And yeah. I'm sure it'll eventually be covered in barnacles and coral, but. That's, but that's pa- kind of cool. part of what they did, right? Yeah. So totally free if you once you get your scuba stuff together and you get out there. You got to take a boat out. It's not right offshore. It does take you have to take a boat about 0.7 miles offshore, and then you get down there. There is a fee to enter the park. The but the is there museum, a guy I'm using, under the water I'm taking using, your money? <laughs> could you imagine or like a, a docent tour? Did I pronounce <laughs> yeah. that right? Where you listen yeah, to the totally. thing? But Absolutely. some of the sculptures are really cool. I was at their website right here. I'll post that on the show notes. The, yeah. And they show pictures of the art um, statues, sculptures, statues. before they went under. So oh, you see, okay. yeah, so you there, can't see them after. There was one picture of some divers, what looked like a giant octopus or something like that. The picture was kind of cloudy. Like they didn't take a really great photo, but they put okay. it up there. And maybe it was because it was new and they just. It was dropped, still settling. Drop, yeah, that's what I thought. They just dropped the sculpture and it was still cloudy. Like, snap and, a picture while we're here. Yeah, yeah. You, it's only been here five minutes, but whatever. So that's pretty cool. I like that. That's if I was up cool. there, there's some cool diving spots up there. I've always wanted to dive on that aircraft carrier, the Oranaski or something like that, that they sunk of 10, 15 years ago. It's probably more than that now. 15 years back. Mm-hmm. It was an aircraft carrier that they turned into an artificial reef up there that I've always wanted to do. So, that would be cool. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, when we, we're both certified divers, but um, it's been a while. We though. haven't gone so, in a yeah. long time. And I just kind of feel like I've always felt like if I'm going to go diving, I, I want to see something. I want it to be something. I want there to be something to look at. I don't just want to go into the Gulf where it's kind of cloudy and hard to see, and you might see a fish or a turtle, you know. But Up um, at that part of the Gulf, it's pretty clear. Our, our The Gulf here can be clear. I've been out here where it's yeah. 
pretty clear and other days where it's eh, but like iffy. but like shipwreck scuba diving i find fascinating yeah. i think that's really cool so i would totally do that and i would do the the statues too i think that would be really neat it reminds me of that the one they've got down in the keys it's like christ in uh, the deep i yeah, think yeah, it's a yeah, very yeah, famous yeah. picture yeah, yeah i'd yeah. like to see something like that so that's pretty neat and then the other one that i think is pretty cool because we can tease to next week's episode uh, down in South Florida at a couple of state parks again. There's a lot of state parks here. Yeah. And there's we were talking about this last week. There's a lot of state parks in Florida. Yeah. Um, this is the Whiskey Creek Hideout at Dr. Van... This is a long name here. I don't even know if I've ever heard of the state park before. Dr. Va- Dr. Von D. Mizell Eula Johnson State Park in Donya Beach. Oh, wow. That was a mouthful. That is. That's a long <laughs> one. So it's Dr. Von D. Mazzelli Eula Johnson State Park in Donya Beach on Friday, July 20th. So that's next week for the beginning of Shark Week. They're going to be showing sh- uh, it's Jaws. This week. This week. Not next this week. week. The, yeah. Oh, the end of this week. Yeah. Sure, the end of Friday this week. Friday this week. Friday of this week. Week of July 20th, they're going to be showing Jaws in Whiskey Creek Hideout, which is actually kind of a part of Whiskey Creek, is a part of the um, park. And you're going to hang out is on Whiskey Creek, like in the is this on the Gulf or the Atlantic? It's it's on the it's on the Atlantic side. Okay. Whiskey Creek looks like a almost like an intercoastal part of this park. Oh, okay. So you're going to hang out in there, and it's 15 bucks for admission. And so uh, you're in the water? You're in the water. They give you a float. Okay. So they give For 15 bucks, you get like a little ring float. You can bring your own. Uh-huh. You get your own little float. You get glow stick necklace so you can see where everybody is. Okay. And you get access to a bounce house water slide. Even though it says this is 18 and up, they're going to have a bounce house water slide. So, hey, I'm not going to judge whoever wants to hey, use that. I'd do it. That sounds fun, right? <laughs> and then for that, I haven't gotten the cool part yet. They're going to have a big inflatable movie screen uh-huh. on the water. Water while everyone's hanging out in there, awesome. float, they're gonna play Jaws. Oh, that's so cool! So you're gonna be in the water, hanging out in a float in salt water too, like yeah. in kind of like creek water too, not like in dark. So that's creek water really it's at night, right? Yeah, which is this is like salt. This is within the uh, yeah, right on the Atlantic coast. So it's um, very. I guess so. There could be a shark. Chances there could be you. bull sharks hanging out in there, right? While you're watching Jaws. Oh, don't say bull sharks. Why? That's they're not great whites, but <laughs> bull, bull sharks, sharks are, are worse. What, bull sharks are what Jaws was based it on. It was. That's fa- fun fact. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, what what's the name of the book that Max read? The um, it was something to do with it was it happened in New Jersey back around a hundred years ago. There was bull sharks that were attacking people in like a New Jersey creek. Yeah. And that's and it was, what they based Jaws on. Right. And it. it he he was reading the like I survived books. Um, I survived, yeah, because love those. I survived the shark attacks of nineteen something or other. Yeah, whatever. Well, and, yeah, it was. Yeah. And I read that book too. I actually read it too, and I was like, "Good gravy," because it, it's it's all fact, except this the kid that the story's based around is a fictional character. Right. But the rest of the things that actually happen are fact. Didn't, and didn't stuff you should know? Didn't do an episode about this? I think they did. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff you should know being other podcasts we really like, and uh, they do. I think around Halloween, they did like a Halloween episode. They did, for and this. it was yeah. like a, um, almost like a a radio show where like p- it was people talking and like That's like acting. Right, you know? they did like a drama. Yeah, yeah, go back and listen to that. It's a good one. That was one. interesting. Yeah. Um. So anyway, but uh, yeah. So it's a. I mean, there are bull sharks in our in Florida waters for sure. There's bull sharks. They found those things up 
as far north as like Illinois, Iowa border because they can live in fresh water. Fresh water, yeah. So they swim all the way up the Mississippi. But yeah. So if you want to hang out with real sharks and watch <laughs> Jaws, no, I don't need. Honestly, I was looking at the map here. I'm not familiar with this park. This Whiskey Creek part of the park. It might be. I mean, even if it is fresh water, there could be bull sharks in there. But it's um right there on the Atlantic coast, and then right. But it sounds really fun. It like, does sound cool. Fun. I know it's fine. No yeah, one's gonna. No get, one's gonna it, get yeah. eaten by a shark. It's you should go if you're nearby. What's the name of the park again? This one. There's, they're gonna do this two Just weeks. Shortened two consecutive weeks. <laughs> there is no shortened version. <laughs> Dr. Von D. I'll put this on the website too, but it's Dr. Don Mazel, Dr. Von D. Mazzelli Eula Johnson State Park. That is a long name for a state park in Donya Beach. And then a week later, they're doing the same event, but it's going to be at Oletta River State Park in North Miami Beach. That's July 28th and 29th. That's awesome. 15 bucks for each one, and they're going to be serving. You can't bring in coolers, which is kind of a bummer, but that is a bummer. Uh, $15 beer buckets, cocktails, and $10 shark bites. Remember the shark bites from Universal Studios used to drink? Yeah. 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 So of course. I love yeah, those yeah. things. If only it was Shark Week, that would make a lot more oh, sense. Yes. Yes. Oh, wait. That's it why is they're doing this for Shark Week. So <laughs> we next week we're going to do a Shark Week episode. Yeah. Um, we don't really know what that's going to be entailed yet, but tune in and find out. <laughs> no, it's yeah. going to be fun. And we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about, um, I think we're going to talk about 10 places or places for shark, shark lovers enthusiasts. and shark enthusiasts yeah. or sharky Florida, where to go yeah. for shark, for sharky Florida. It could be, so. I mean, obviously we'll talk about some of our favorites that we've already talked about. Um, there's a few obvious ones, yeah, I think, like right? Our capitals of the world. We right, talked about right. one and, and then, um, Top ten places Floridians don't want you to know about. We um, we hit talk, another one. We hit another um, shark tooth kind of place. So we'll talk about those. But we're going to talk about a few other ones too that that maybe you didn't know about, or you know, just if you want more information on sharks or you want to, you know, I don't see sharks. You know, aquariums, things like that. Are so. we allowed to say Shark Week? Shark, is that a Discovery Channel thing, or should we oh, say? I don't know. Or should we say no? That's okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> is this like the the what is it the the big game? The big game. We can't call it the big. Game. We're gonna call it that big fish with the teeth week. <laughs> right. Oh. Oh lordy. Anyway, but that sounds really fair cool. use. We're gonna under 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 the fair use copyright. We're gonna oh, say dear. our Shark Week episode. Yeah, this is good. We're not making any money on this. No, so. we're not. It's just for fun. Um. So. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so that'll be fun to do a, a Shark Week yep. episode next week. So is hey, that we, the end of your news? Yeah, we got a couple cool episodes coming up. I think we had our, we had our next few should be pretty fun. Yeah, so, absolutely. So uh, keep on subscribing. Oh, you know what, though? Before we talk about what we did today, I wanted to talk about one more thing. Um, last week, we talked about the Disney Theme Park Select Pass. Oh, right. The, the, new, new, the brand new theme, uh, yeah. Florida resident deal, right? Yes. And they actually have it up on their website now. And I think it's... It's pretty interesting. So it is the exact same price as the Disney Silver Pass, which is the one with the blockout. Di- block, What's blackout the price dates. on that? Refresh my memory. It's blockout or blockout? Uh, tomato, here. tomato. Yeah. So anyway, potato, um, potato. <laughs> so the Disney Silver Pass is what? We, what was your question? I'm sorry. The price of the the, the Florida resident pass. It's um four hundred and thirty nine dollars. Okay. Per person. And then you could also do like a down payment per month thing where it's like about $100 down payment and then $28 a month yep. um, for the rest of the year. So the Disney Silver Pass, the the blackout, date, blackout dates are kind of like summertime, Christmas time, and then like a spring break kind of Yeah, time. whenever it's busy, middle of June, July, last couple weeks of December, you can't go at all. And honestly, we've always thought, well, we wouldn't want to be there because it's super hot right. in the and summer crowded. and crowded. 
And so anyway, the the new theme park select pass though, I was I was looking at it because I was interested in it because you know I've been jonesing to go to, to Disney um, and get passes again. <clears throat> so like for right now, for example, you cannot go with the theme park select pass, you cannot go to Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, or um, Animal Kingdom, but you can go to Epcot okay. right now. So there is a place to go in the summer. Exactly. Right. So opposed- normally on the summer pass, you wouldn't be able to go anywhere right and now. Epcot would probably be the park I would go to if I knew everything was because cr- Epcot- everything else is crowded because Animal Kingdom yeah. has the new Avatar ride. Um, Hollywood Studios has Toy Story that just opened. Magic Kingdom's always crazy during the summertime. So Magic Kingdom's crazy all the time. Yeah. So Epcot makes sense, right? And Epcot is the park that doesn't feel that crowded. Like, it's really large. Like, I know Animal Kingdom technically is the biggest park, but I know a huge part of that is because of the, the safari ride. Yeah. I don't know the exact numbers, but uh, Epcot feels like... There's just more room it's to a, breathe, they're, they're, right? Yeah, because you have the the countries and all that space out there, so I could see that. And it's like sure. it's a place you can go slower if you're up if you're a park holder or a pass right. holder. Hey, I don't. I've been here a bunch of times. We're just gonna hang out in the countries. We're gonna hang out in Germany, have yeah. a couple of beers. We're gonna hang out in you right know, Japan and get some sushi. So. The thing, though, that I found interesting was that, for example, if you're still looking at, at the Epcot Pass, um, if you're still looking at Epcot, then in September, which I think is when Food and Wine Festival is, I'm, they, I'm not positive. They block you out from the events, huh? Well, you can go during the weekdays, but the weekends, it's out. Okay. So it's not like you're blocked out the whole month, but you're blocked out the weekend days, which for us, you know, we work all, all week long, so weekends are when we would go. Um, although, you know, if it's really crowded... Yeah, you could take a day off. You could take a day yeah. off, yeah. So... Um, Anyway, I found that to be interesting. Um, there's always, you know, a place to go on the weekends. Like, for example, that same time during September, Hollywood Studios is not blocked out at all, all, all month long. So you could go to Hollywood Studios. So pretty much every day you could go somewhere, Yeah, you know. Um, there are a couple weeks, though, that are just everything's blacked out, right? And I'm going to guess that's probably, without looking at the calendar, because I don't have it, the week of Christmas... It's got to be week of Christmas, right? I mean, I don't see any... I'm sure... I'm not looking at... Here, hold on. Let me see. Week of Christmas, probably uh, end of June to middle of July. And then spring break, maybe? The last week of March? I mean, June and July, it's not... There's no black... Nothing's completely blacked out. Nothing's completely blacked out. Um, But it does look like Christmas is completely blacked out. I think this is our play, then. I mean, yeah. I mean, if we're okay with, like, you know, having a little bit of limit limitations. But, again, we do tend to go to whatever the, the less busy park is. What about the off periods, like February, November, March? Well, early March before spring break, winter I would time. assume you probably have access to all of them yeah. during that time. That could be the play. Um, we're kind of – there's so much new stuff being built over there right now. Like, there's so much new stuff that we're just – Waiting till it all makes yeah. sense. There's the new Tron ride. There's the new Ratatouille ride. There's the new Star Wars stuff. I know. I can't wait. Uh, I know. I know. So, yeah, it looks like, for example, January, February, March, it's open pretty much the whole time. Cool. So, anyway, I, I, I think that when we do get passes, probably, I don't know, in the next six months or so, we should. After summer, do after. That. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Cool. Cool. So, Today's topic. Today we went to, uh, we, we were kind of trying to figure out what to do today, and we went out this just this afternoon, so it's still pretty fresh in our mind. Yeah. We went out to the Florida Air Museum in Lakeland. Now, this is not, you probably, this is one of those brown sign places you see on I-4. Yeah, it's a museum. And you know what I mean? Like, you're driving down the interstate, and you see a brown sign for 
some kind of attraction. And we've passed this a lot. I know a lot of people probably have if you're driving between Orlando yeah, and... Yeah, because they have the giant plane on the side of the no, road. No, no, you're thinking of a different thing. I was just going to say that. That's oh. not to be confused with Fantasy of Flight. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah. Because we thought going out there... <laughs> that this No, well, yo, easy mistake. Because before we went out, we thought... I actually thought we were going to Fantasy of Flight. Are you sure it's not the same thing? Fantasy Flight is the place with the airplane on the side of the road. That yeah. has, it's just like an event hall now. And there's airplanes and they do special events there. Florida Air Museum is a sun and fun thing. Okay. So we went out there and um, it was it was an interesting place. Um it's like an old school. It's it's about. It's not really particularly large. We went out there because we found a Groupon. It was we found a Groupon which is still active right now. Two two people for fifteen bucks. Yep. And it, it was no, great. It's normally twelve dollars a piece. So there it's was about also half. a Groupon for four people for twenty five dollars. That's a good deal. So yeah, if you have a whole that's a good deal. Um, it's I don't know if I would think it was super kid friendly but anyway we're getting ahead of it so you go in there it's it's about the size of an airplane hangar there's a lot of airplanes out front here yep and there was one really crazy cool one too it was uh i looked i actually it was, it was called the sea dart yeah the convair sea dart this was a plane that they had out front and there's only the cool thing is i just found out there's only there's only five of these things ever made and there's only four still existing in the world it was basically a jet that had skis on it, like a jet yeah. ski plane. So and it was if you, black. If you can imagine a fighter plane that could take off and land off of water. So that's one of the first things you see. You can see that for free. They it had was some, sleek looking. Yeah, it was very cool. They've got some old hel- uh, old helicopters and airplanes just out front that you can see for free. And you go into the museum. Yeah. And it was about the size of a hangar. Well, before you get into the museum. Yeah. So there's this like kind of amphitheater area. Um, although it's not, there's not, it's not like, there's like a stage and then like picnic tables and places that you can sit and things like that. And there's a few, like there's a helicopter, there's a Vietnam helicopter. And then there's this little teeny tiny plane that you can get into because it has like steps, stair steps. It's like can a flying death trap. That step up to. so small. So you can kind of step up into the plane and climb in. And it was super tiny inside. And you tried to get inside and you were like, nope. I'm because just too you're, tall. You're, yeah, your legs wouldn't fit. Yeah. So, um, so, so you're like, just don't even bother. You can't get in there. And I'm like, I'm going to try. So I get in there and I, it was fine for me because I'm, I'm not tall. I'm a little shrimp. So, um, so you took a picture of me in there, but I felt like so like like the flying ace, you know, <laughs> like like Snoopy. I was ready with my <laughs> with my little plane. I don't know the story behind that plane. It was a biplane. It was a little biplane. It was little. It was smaller than if you look at these World War like, One. Like it was like the length of like two of than that. Length of like two of me. It I was felt like. little plane. Yeah, I mean it was no more yeah. than fifteen feet long. The wingspan was maybe fifteen. I don't know feet. if it was that long. It was a little tiny little plane, <laughs> and it was almost like a plane. It was a real plane, but it was almost like playground equipment because yeah. they let you go in it. And they let yeah. you pull the controls yeah, and the flaps exactly. and the levers. It was and fun. It was fun. Yep. I like highly recommend it. If you're I, if you're shorter than six two. <laughs> I started getting in there. I climbed up the stairs. I put I put one foot on the chair and I'm about to get in. And I'm like, it's all these like sharp corners. And yeah, edges it was. And it looked it was. Like, you had to kind of be careful. It looked like a tetanus shot waiting to happen. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not getting in there. And it just looked too. I'm too. I'm like a little over. I'm about six two. So I was like. I'm going to get stuck in that thing. I couldn't yeah, do it. So. It was fun. Anyway, so that was kind of cool that you could actually get into an airplane, a little teeny tiny airplane that you would never ride in, you yeah, know? Yeah. It was kind of fun. Because inside the museum, they had all these antique muse- antique planes. Yes. A, a ton of them. A lot of them. A lot, a lot of, of them. them. Now, this museum... It wasn't like... It was like when we were talking about tourist traps, and it was like, you know, when you go to, when you go to Gator World, there's a lot of gators. Yeah. When you go to this museum there's a lot of airplanes so it's not like you're you're getting what you pay for and for sure the, the place isn't that large it's basically about 
probably a converted airplane hangar. Yeah. So it's fairly big. Maybe about the size. The whole room is maybe the size of a football field, it's would you say? It's one big room. Yeah. You know? Well, they, they made good use of their space. Yeah. Really cool exhibits in there. Tons of airplanes. I mean, they're they're hanging from the ceiling. They're on the ground. They're on top of walls. I mean, they're they're all over the place. And this is like definitely, this museum definitely had a focus on like classic aviation. There was no fighter jets in here except for the one out front, the Navy yeah. Sea Dart. And the history of aviation. Right. These were yeah. biplanes and prop planes and things like that. And they had a really, they did a really good job with the, um, the stuff that you could read and the display and descriptions of what you were looking at because... Yeah, I, I learned a lot, yeah, actually. I'm not a big, like, airplane nut. I kind of used to be back in the day. I was, like, I was really into fighter jets and things like that as a kid, like a lot of people are. Yeah. So I didn't really know a lot about what I was going to look at. I just thought this would be a pretty cool thing to do. And I really, really enjoyed it. There's a lot of planes to look at, and they, they explain the history of all these planes and why why it's significant, why it's yeah. important, and what this plane did. Or some of them, they had the actual ones sitting there in front of you. There was one plane from the 40s. It was built from the 1940s where it looked like a modern plane. It looked like one of those planes you see doing like these stunt shows now, like those Red Bull stunt shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was built in the 40s, and it said this guy built this plane over the course of 18 months. And this was – and it, it flew across the country and, and – competed and all this stuff back in the 40s and you look at it, it was like a modern looking plane and you poke your head in the cockpit and it's so small and tiny and that's when I thought well maybe these a lot of these were like racing planes and stunt planes there's a lot of history of racing and stunt planes here yeah and but they also like talk about like the first commercial flight which I had no idea that the first commercial flight was from Tampa to St. Pete it was yeah that's crazy to me it was from Tampa to St. Pete and, and it the- held one person one a person in addition to the the pilot um and and a bag of mail. Yeah, that's what it that was the mail plane. Yep, Janice, <laughs> Janice Landing. Yeah, and it, Janice Landing is named yep. after the guy. That guy's name was Tony Janice, and I, I just found that fascinating. And the plane looked a lot like the original like Wright Brothers plane because it had that kind of like the two you know levels, but to with like it. a boat on the bottom because it was a yeah. it was a seaplane. Isn't that yes. crazy, like yeah. a little seaplane, like a one person. So you walk in there and there was a little a Florida Aviation Hall of Fame where you could see all these pilots and what they did and why they're important and why, yeah. when they were inducted into the Hall of Fame and why this Tony Janis had his had his own whole section, whole section dedicated there to him. There was like a, a bomber, um, co- not, not cockpit, but a cockpit, but a Like a bomber, fuselage. A fuselage, yeah. yeah. It had like seats in there and like um, different like setups so that you could see like the different stations that would be in a bomber. Yeah, the, the, so. the fuselage was really neat. It, I don't, my, my only thing about that is I wish I knew what kind of plane that was because that wasn't really clear. It felt yeah. like an old plane and the left side of it was like a passenger plane so if you want to feel what it was like to sit in a passenger plane probably in the 1950s That's you could sit there was, yeah. it was kind of rugged and, and then old on the other and, side of the plane or the fuselage yeah. was the bomber like stations one had like a like a um a little navigation set area, yeah, well, yeah, like a radio, and then like a um, oxygen mask, like yeah. an old timey oxygen mask, and the World War Two area. I wish had more stuff to read, like more, well, you're more a big explanation. World War yeah, yeah, guy, yeah. So that the you world, like that kind of the stuff. The World War Two area said like what started in Lakeland ended in Germany, and they had like these little things about some state, some squadrons that were stationed in Lakeland, Florida, and then went on to fight in World War Two. But it didn't really explain much other than some stuff to look well, at, to right? Well, to me, like, I'm not, I'm not a huge World War, you know, World War II, like, um... 
fanatic aficionado, aficionado whatever um, and I'm not I'm not a big airplane um, enthusiast either but for me, it was like just the right amount of information, yeah. you know, because I was like, this is really interesting. They had a whole like Howard Hughes section. The Howard Hughes section was really cool. Which was really interesting. And they had some actual, they had his flight suit in there. Yeah. And they had Audrey, Audrey Hepburn's flight suit in there. Yeah, because they flew together yeah. and they were And, and that was on display and they had some really neat, interesting facts. And, and it they... seemed like to me, I just, just from my point of view, it felt like it was very geared toward the you know, just general consumer, not, you know, an airplane, um, you know, expert or... Somebody you know, like us who found a group on and said, let's go check yeah, this out. Because yeah, it was a good anybody, hot weather thing to do, right? Anybody who, absolutely, anybody who was interested in finding out more information. And, and so I, I just felt like, I felt like it was like at a good level for me. They had a few interactive areas for kids, but I think that if we had taken our kids, I think they would have been bored. Yeah. Um, it would kids have been under the, seven are free though, so there you go. You want to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And there were some kids in there, and um, and I felt like so for me, like I felt like if the if we had brought the kids, it would have been like a, okay, let's run through. Oh, look at that plane. Look at that mm-hmm. plane. Look at that plane. Okay, let's leave. You know, Where, without them, you and I were able to. <laughs> we kind were of able to read, read the, the, the displays yep. and actually learn from them and, and and enjoy that process as opposed to rushing through and looking at the planes and then leaving, which is what I think it would have been if we had had the kids. Exactly. With us. And if you're going to bring your little ones, unless but, they're big time plane I was nerds. Say, but if they're big time airplane nerds, they probably would have loved the place yeah. because it was chock full of airplanes. And it's pretty in there. They did a kinds. really nice job making it look nice. It was attractive. It was colorful. It felt it, it was, was nice, very clean. Very the bathrooms nice museum. were clean. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Museum. You know, yeah, it was. I really enjoyed it. I think that, I think that it probably wouldn't have been great for, you know, mid middle aged kids. I'd you know, say, like yeah, like ours are ten and eleven. I think they probably would have been a little bored but there were younger kids in there that were having a good time too. You know, but for those like you were mentioning, there was a little kids. Um, interactive yes. station. There are some games that you can play in there yep. that they did sort of try to make tie interactive. a science lesson to yeah. it. Like, how does an airplane create lift? And then there was this game you could play and yeah. try to steer this airplane without looking at it. It was this maze you had to... I'm yeah. Sure, yeah, you had to move a golf ball through a maze by turning this control and stick. it was kind of fun. Yeah. It was kind of interesting. And it was just like a little science lesson there, you know. And then they had this whole like kind of cordoned off area where there were like Legos and like couches where you could right. sit and the kids could like play. And For the kids who have completely tuned out. have no interest. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. And they need a place to like corral them, yeah. basically. And they were playing movies. that They had the movie Planes going on up there. Like the one that's like Cars. Oh, I didn't notice yeah, that. Yeah, Planes was playing up there. It probably, oh, it probably, that's perfect. It probably plays on an endless loop all the time. It's the yeah. only movie they play. yeah. But I thought it was a lot yeah. of fun. I mean, I'm glad we went. I definitely felt like it was worth the the fifteen dollar Groupon for sure. Definitely, it's it's. Uh, I got the prices here. It's eight dollars for kids seven to seventeen. Mm-hmm. So that's actually pretty good. They consider seventeen and below a kid or a student. They call it a student. The student price. Uh-huh. Seven to uh, seven to seventeen is eight bucks. Fifty five and up is ten. Uh, everybody else is twelve dollars, and kids under seven are free. And Groupons, you know how Groupons go; they always say they're going to expire tomorrow, and then they don't. They re- yeah, they, they renew it. Don't. So, 
This def- I mean, some just for the record, some Groupons do expire when they say they're going to yeah. expire. But a lot of times, especially places like this, who you can tell that they're kind of hurting for some sure. attendance, yeah. they're going to probably have that Groupon going full time. I got, yeah, they might be hurt. There was only a handful of people in there, but I also get the impression this isn't really, this is like an airport with this sun and fun thing. And this is probably not, and there was a school in there. There was like an aviation yeah. school and they teach pilots and well, stuff. Well, there was only one employee there. Yeah, there was one dude running the whole place. <laughs> you know. So this is probably like something they keep open as part of the school. And if you want to come in and check it out, anybody who shows up, it's bonus, right? right? But yeah. even even if you there is no Groupon and you pay the $12 or whatever it is, it's I try to see that as more of when I go to a museum. A donation. Right, it's a donation. Yeah. When you go to a museum, it's a donation as opposed to a fee. Like if you're going to pay $12 and walk through this airplane hangar and you're not really, really into it, you'd be like, well, I'm out 12 bucks." But you know what? Well, at least it went to a good cause. It's a donation. And, and they're saying how they took some of these historical planes and and, refurbished yeah, them absolutely. and brought them up and, and they're educating too yeah. you know so that's all it's all good stuff so I liked it I, I liked it a lot I did too. I, I'm not I don't know if I'm in a hurry to go back out there no I'm good yeah I'm good now that I've gone but I'm glad I went yeah exactly you know, that kind of thing I feel more um educated educated I'm more yeah. cultured <laughs> yes from checking this out it is fairly off the beaten path it's when you get off I four it's about 10 minutes yeah, five or six miles off the off the yeah, it's only ten minutes off I four. Yeah. But I mean, off the beaten path. I mean, it's in Lakeland. Yeah. But I mean, I four is a major highway, so it's not that far off the beaten path. And it's you not get to, like and you get to drive by the Amazon fulfillment warehouse on the right. way, which holy smokes is that it building was big. big? Yes, it was very big. Oh man, <laughs> I've never seen a warehouse that large. It was huge. <laughs> it was a large warehouse. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, If you liked our podcast, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. And please share us with your friends and family to help us grow. It really does help. Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Florida Podcasts. And tweet at us with your favorite plane story. We want to hear from you. Uh, Search Sunshine State of Mind on Facebook or YouTube. And be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com. We will see you guys next time. Bye-bye now.